Hi everyone, I'm Martina and you are listening to Be Worth Podcast. the second podcast episode. I'm so glad you are here listening to this podcast. For today I wanted to address the topic of value because I've been really considering it uh, during the last few weeks and it's something that I find a lot of people to be struggling with uh, which is about their value either in their work environment or personal life. Um, I mean it's not about their real value because every single one of us has an incredible amount of value. That's why we are so important to each other in some way but it's um, about the self-value that each one of us thinks we have and unfortunately sometimes we go through phases where we don't see our real and good value so today's episode is about that but in a uplifting way so stay tuned before starting i'm going just to explain briefly some points i will get into during this episode which are the difference between self-value self-esteem and self-confidence and after knowing this it becomes easier to be aware and address to how we are feeling and behaving just a heads up as well i've researched about the topics today but in no way or form this information takes away the need to seek medical professional and specialized consultation and treatment uh, if that's the case uh, psychology is not my area of studies and i'll be sharing information that i come across informally throughout the years so once again if needed seek professional assistance so without further ado let's start starting with self-confidence according to different sources is an attitude feeling or opinion we have individually regarding a specific or several skills or abilities we have self-esteem is more connected with measuring in comparison to others or not and thinking about oneself self-value is considered to be more behavioral regarding and now quoting how you act towards what you value, including yourself, according to an article written in 2014 by Stephen Stosny called How Much Do You Value Yourself? This article has a sentence that I truly think is good, which is self-esteem is hierarchical, self-value is about equality. I recommend you to read it, as it will give you for sure a few more lights regarding this matter. There is also a theory uh, called self-worth theory by Covington and Berry um, from 1976 and Covington from 1984 that holds four elements of a self-worth model, which are ability, effort, performance and self-worth, which means if one uses their ability and puts effort into a performance, the contribution will be a sense of self-value. Of course, the theory then explains why individuals often find achievement through competition and it enhances that one's main priority in life is to find self-acceptance, which is often found through achievement. 
Either way, agreeing or not, it is a good theory and I would recommend you to look for it. And I have talked about this to reach to the word achievement. All of us have different goals and perspectives on what we think is an achievement, either is a personal one or professional, but no matter what those achievements are, we can have a sense when it's a healthy one or if we are going through a path where it's more natural and best for us, which is important to evaluate not only how we can achieve those goals, but uh, why are they so important to us? Why are your goals so important to you? What they represent to you? Do you think that by achieving them, will you have more self-worth, for example? This is very important to reflect. And with this last question, set a healthy and mindful process for yourself, which might start by knowing that you will always have your self-worth, no matter your achievements, because you no matter what, are already a precious life. Self-acceptance is also a feeling that has a great impact. Sometimes we are very harsh on ourselves uh, to many things that we can be experiencing or processing, but take time to yourself to breathe, to respect your growth and your different life choices in different periods. You can for sure practice a positive mindset, meditate if it helps, be kind to yourself and set up some good affirmation to help your mindset, goals or endeavors. Provide nourishment to your body, mind and spirit. Provide space for new things, decluttering some old and not so good memories or feelings. Set a direction, uh, pray, no matter your religion and or seek protection and light from your guides or inner spirit. Be your own Paul. If possible, find a supportive group of friends or family or new people. Respect and accept who you are and how you are. Uh, have fun, laugh, cry, forgive and get up. In my case, I tend to be very critical of myself and with the things I do, but perfectionism is not possible, as you might know. So I had to learn to kindly let go and instead of overthinking before doing something, I had to relearn to give myself space to try new things and be fine with either result. So it's a process and I'm glad be worth is a bit out of the box for me, for example, but uh, why not try? Good journeys start like that. Now, how to find the right path in career? To some people, the right path comes very natural and linear. To others, it's a big mess and non-linear from the beginning. To some others, there is no path or concept of a path, linear or non-linear. And to others, uh, who cares, they might say. All of them are valuable, not only because we are here on earth, but because all paths are intertwined since our actions affect others. We can only hope it affects for the better. Before starting with some tips that actually helped me some years ago, I would just clarify that a right path only applies to each one of us individually by being chosen or given by our previous actions, beliefs, ethical, morals, goals, natural aptitudes, acquired knowledge, etc., that might lead to discover our purpose individually. A career path can also change throughout the years, as we also change. 
So it's fine if five or 20 years from now you might want to do something new or different or refine your skills or decide to narrow your possible career roles, etc. And we are all different, even with common aspects or coincidence. So embrace you as you are and be focused on your own path. It's going to be fun <laughs> to discover yourself throughout the years. So, some tips. 1. Take a career assessment if possible. 2. Write down your options and hobbies and values. 3. Network. Talk with your family, find a mentor. 4. Write your general career goals. So, within your options, write as well your idea of success in the long run, For example, success for you means being a manager, it means connecting with people, for example, it means work mostly by yourself or within a team, it means work and raise your children without compromise, quality time and productivity, etc. So either option you choose, you will feel in alignment with your wants and needs. 5. Look for education or further training, taking into account realistic aspects such as time and duration of the course or training that you can attend, fees or other expenses, the value that will add to your improvement, connections that you can make, etc. 6. What's your intention and why? What mark do you want to leave in your community Uh, your country or the world? What do you really need to do to be fulfilled and proud of your professional choices? 7. Be grateful for every single opportunity, accept the big ups and downs, respect and accept inner and external changes, do your best to provide the best for yourself and others and engage with others providing your best, your real ability Courage, empathy, loyalty, and full self. Eight, and final, <laughs> be responsible and take into account that you will hear tons of no's and it's fine, you will hear some great yes as well. Don't worry if someone seems to dislike you. Uh, this might be important for who's listening to this episode and you are young or starting a new job. It's okay, not whole world is going to like you for some reason, but some other great people will. And finally, take healthy risks and new opportunities. So, what do you like to do? This can be a big question sometimes, since we can like to do many things or a few, and sometimes we don't even know what we like to do anymore, and that's fine. At least we can start by there, recognizing, and then find out. And how can you find your passion and combine it with your future career, for example? It would be amazing if you could match both, and then you would be happier and fulfilled in the long run. So, let's start a simple exercise. Write down three things you are really passionate about and you are good at doing, can be a skill as well, and three things you cannot stand or don't like doing and why. For example, let's imagine that you really like to talk with people, you love coffee and you are really good at sales. After these three aspects that define your likes or passions, you can define your dislikes as, for example, you don't like to be 9 to 5 in the office because you enjoy moving. And you don't like nowadays standard coffee that is sold in the supermarkets or coffee shops. 
because there is no specialized content or information provided to the customer or all coffees taste the same. Bringing together all this information, you could try a job as a commercial in a coffee distributor company, for example, since you would be moving and selling and you would connect daily with people and coffee and you would provide new information and options for customers and clients. You can also compromise one of the likes or dislikes and try, for example, to create a podcast or collaborate with a podcast production company by creating a series about coffee, coffee production and distribution, etc. So initially, it would be a more indoors activity, but who knows, later on you could be participating in talks and interviews and you would add the movement you like to your life. This is just one example and of course you can add more likes or dislikes to your own list after reflection if you prefer. If you don't come up with career options at least you will find more about yourself which is always great and you might find out new activities that you would like to try. Let me know down below in the comments if this helped you in some way and feel free to share some results if you want. Now, one of the things to be aware, connecting self-worth to your job. A major thing to separate when finding a good career path is your self-worth. This means that although you might have a purpose and for example the company you are or were working is deeply connected with that purpose, it doesn't mean that your self-worth decreases by leaving that company and for sure it doesn't mean your purpose changed just because you are leaving or already left. Your identity and value belongs to you and either you stay or leave, you keep all of you intact within you. You will find more companies that align with you. You might as well found a company that will gather people that align with your values and mission. All is possible and you will be fine. It's a marathon, not a sprint and all of us pass through this at any point in our lives, so it's fine. If you find yourself right now looking for a new job, either because you decided to leave the previous one or you were dismissed for any possible reason, feel free to see it as a good opportunity to first have some time to rest and be with yourself and loved ones and then to observe your past actions, for example past wishes and or actions that contributed to getting a new job, what kind of previous companies you have worked for, in which sectors, their organizational cultures, environments and relationships, what did you like or dislike the most, what are you most proud of. So think and make a list of all that. Reflect as well on your present desires and values, overall skills, knowledge, years of professional experience, where would you like to move to improve yourself, what you should learn to improve, what can you bring to a new company, with who you might have to network, what you want to do more now or to do less, what defines success to you, etc. And finally, your future goals. In a year uh, from now, where do you find yourself to be happier and in alignment with your purpose? So gather this information and evaluate your now self. Then take action with confidence and remember to negotiate, saying yes to new opportunities, but also saying no if an offer doesn't line with you. You decide. Meanwhile, if you can help others by providing your knowledge and time, it might be a great experience as well. 
and providing new experience to others online or presentially, of course if you can, where you are based in and with all the safety measures needed, you will feel happy and who knows, you can make new friends for life. So now I'm going to finish today's episode with some thoughts and tips for activities or exercises you can do to develop your self-worth. I hope it helps in some way. So first, increase your self-acceptance by accepting all of you as you are. You are already beautiful and perfect. Second, care for yourself with all the kindness, compassion, tolerance, love and empathy. Third, Take responsibility for your actions, yourself, situation and issues, knowing that you have the power to change it. Fourth, recognize your worth and internal values with the intention of only pleasing yourself and not others. Fifth, spend quality time with yourself and find new things that you enjoy in your own company might be a self-care routine a language or cuisine class a new or old tv series or a book a hobby like yoga that you can try at home etc and that's it for today thank you all so much for listening and being here feel free to reach out as always i'll be here again very soon have a great day Bye.